Are nanobubbles the secret to optimal health, wellness, and mental performance? Over a thousand scientific studies say yes. Molecular hydrogen, or nanobubbles, produce the number one cause of cognitive decline, premature aging, and tired-looking skin by destroying the most damaging free radicals. Vital reaction hydrogen tablets transform ordinary water, or any non-carbonated drink, into cell-optimizing hydrogen water. If you'd like to try hydrogen for the next 30 days risk-free, go to TryVitalReaction.com. Use the discount code GENIUS to save 20% on your first order. Note, all orders are protected with a one-year money-back guarantee and include free shipping. So, use the code GENIUS to save 20% on your first purchase at TryVitalReaction.com. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have Sarah Rich. She's the CEO of Just Right Reader. So I'm going to talk to her about the, the company, her background, etc. So Sarah, welcome. Thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me. Yeah, if you would, tell me about your background. Why are you interested in reading? Why did you create a company around it? Yeah, I know. It's a real passion project of mine. So I was a principal for over 20 years. I started my career in New York City teaching kids and moved to San Francisco and became a principal. And my job was to like help kids become stronger readers. And I got really good at it, actually. So something I did really well was make sure that the kids in the school and their reading achievement soared. But then my own kid had a hard time learning how to read and it kind of broke my heart. And then what I realized was that all these things I was doing in schools, every school I was going into, I really should start doing with her at home. And then I started realizing that moms everywhere probably have this problem too. So we started a company called Just Right Reader that matches families with a reading tutor. But then what we realized was that school districts were like, we need some help too. Can you send us some reading teachers over here? So then we started matching school districts with reading teachers. And then what we realized was that... We really wanted to have our teachers using decodables and there weren't any good decodables, which is a book that kids can read 80% of the words by sounding them out, out there. So then our company started making decodables for kids. And that's really kind of where we've sat now is making really good decodables for kids and families. And they're, they're somewhat special our decodables. So I'll take a breath and I can tell you about our decodables. But I think part of what we've done as a company is just constantly pivoting to how can we reach more and more kids and what does that look like? All right. So what, when you say kids are having trouble reading, does that mean they can't read at all? That reading is so frustrating for them that they hate the experience and therefore they never will after that. I think it's a little bit of everything, a little bit of what you're talking about when, you know, kids, the pandemic has hit us all for the past two years, right? So kids are behind in reading right now. And that affects their self-confidence is what they're talking about. So if you're not a confident reader, you don't want to try reading. And the way you become a better reader is by reading. So part of what our product is now has become a family literacy box so that families can help their kids become better readers. Because 
kids now need to be reading at school and reading at home. And every family wants to help their child become a better reader. So well, what, are, us, what are some of the, the things that kids have problems with in reading? Is it speaking the words? Is it sounding out words? Is it uh, vocabulary? Like, what have you seen? I think it comes down to they kids don't have the same vocabulary. They're lacking the vocabulary and then they're having just a hard time sounding out. As soon as kids get their letters and their sounds, they do pretty well actually sounding out words, especially the books that we're giving them that are decodable. So that means that if you just know your sounds, you could sound out the words. So that's, I think, what we're trying to focus on is giving people the tools to know how to help their child at home and having the tools at school to really figure out if you read this book, it'll help you become a better reader. So start with this one. Well, again, when kids struggle, what does it sound like? What are the main ways in which kids do kid, all kids struggle the same way? Or are there like two or three main ways that kids struggle? And what are those ways? I mean, I think it's a lot of different reasons that kids could struggle. They could also just have a learning, learning disability, and right? So that we have to kind of create something different for them. I think that's somewhat the hard part about school is that it has to be personalized sometimes for every single child to figure out the game plan for them. And that makes it really hard, right? Because different kids need different things. So part of why we've, we've reached out to families is because you're always going to think through what my child needs and be able to pivot and move towards it if, if it's your own child, right? You have that desire to help your child become a better reader. But often, if we can help kids get their letters and their sounds, they'll become a strong reader. What does it mean to be a good reader, though? Like, how does a parent know, okay, my kid's struggling? I mean, maybe it's obvious, maybe not, but what if they think their kid's doing okay based on their age and they're not? How does anyone evaluate if someone's reading properly or not, what they're fighting with? It's a really good question. I think a big part of what we want to be doing is encouraging people to read with their child. Because when you sit down and you do read with your child, you can see how they're moving and how they're doing. And even just listening to them, right? If they're if they're having trouble sounding out those words, no matter what language people are hearing speaking, they can hear when a child is having trouble sounding out words. And you can see that the child's having trouble putting them together or they're pausing after every word. So actually sitting down with your child and hearing that makes a huge difference, I think. Well, like I noticed, you know, a couple of years ago, my son, he would ignore punctuation and just keep talking. And as he would read, sometimes his voice would get lower and lower or he would mumble. So that's why I wondered, are there different styles yeah. or flavors of reading issues and how are they addressed individually? I mean, there are definitely different flavors or different reasons why different things and different tactics that kids need, different strategies to help them become a better reader. And so for your son, it was like teaching him about punctuation, but different kids, some kids may need a better, they not, they're not sure about their sounds. Some kids not sure how to blend. And I think us figuring out what each child needs and personalizing it for them is a huge part of that success. So the personalization for your child would be punctuation, right? Right. And reading with feeling too. I mean, I'm sure some kids, maybe they're proficient, but they go and the man went to the store and then he did like, you know, like a robot. Do you ever run into that? Yeah, and totally. That's like, that's something that happens for kids too. I think it's like a little bit of reading with a child to see what that is, to see where that falls and what that, where that lies. Okay. Differences between boys and girls or at different ages, are there typical challenges that people have to overcome? Like what is the, what do you notice that's different about different groups? I think it's, you always want to find a book that a child likes and enjoys because if they like it or enjoy it, then they'll want to read it more. So sometimes for kids that are older, 
knowing that they're getting a book that's like just right for them, maybe a little lower, maybe a little more emerging. So that's hard, right? When you're an older child or reading something that feels younger to you. So at our company, we thought really hard about that, knowing that's a challenge for older readers that are still struggling, that they want to feel older. They want to feel like they're fifth graders. They want to feel like they're third graders. They want to feel like they're second graders and not reading a kindergarten book. So we've had to think about that a lot. I think another challenge for kids sometimes when they're reading is that language that you talked about. So if they're if they're a second language learner, sometimes not having a language for the book really is hard for them. So that's where like we want to think about, like for us, we think a lot about illustrations and what do the illustration looks like and how do we make sure that that supports the child to get meaning. So I think you're asking really good questions about like what's hard for different kids, different things. Well, what about font styles? Like I've heard there's a font called dyslexy that's made for dyslexic people that they'll have less errors when they read it because of the way the font looks. And then, you know, I'm sure a certain serif or non-serif fonts just lend themselves to reading easier or again, font sizes, maybe for younger kids, you know, instead of a 10 point font, you want like 12 or 15. Like, are there any nuances there you found that make things easier for kids? Oh yeah. I think, I mean, absolutely. Like younger kids need bigger font. They need simpler letters, right? Like sometimes the A looks funky and those kids don't know those letters or they don't know cursive, right. And the funkiness of it. So and older kids can have tinier thoughts. So I think you totally hit it on, Rich, that it, different readers can handle different fonts and different looks of the book. Yeah, I've also noticed it's easier to read on paper than on a screen. I hate reading on screens and it just makes me not want to read. And then yeah. some people are more auditory, but you know, reading is reading. But you know, if kids have to learn how to read. But what have you seen about, again, if they're reading on a computer screen versus a physical piece of paper or book, what's the difference? Are nanobubbles the secret to optimal health, wellness, and mental performance? Over a thousand scientific studies say yes. Molecular hydrogen, or nanobubbles, produce the number one cause of cognitive decline, premature aging, and tired-looking skin by destroying the most damaging free radicals. Vital Reaction hydrogen tablets transform ordinary water, or any non-carbonated drink, into cell-optimizing hydrogen water. If you'd like to try hydrogen for the next 30 days risk-free, Go to TryVitalReaction.com. Use the discount code GENIUS to save 20% on your first order. Note, all orders are protected with a one-year money-back guarantee and include free shipping. So use the code GENIUS to save 20% on your first purchase at TryVitalReaction.com. So there's research on this, actually. And the research says that actually touching a real live book and turning the pages helps you have a higher attention span. Because you're in it, you're watching it, you're able to read longer, there's not that strain on you. And there's something about turning a page that's really good for kids. Any um, drills that kids do that that help them? Like, I don't know, what if, I'm just making this up, but let's <laughs> say you, uh, you read a line, and then you memorize it, and you speak it out loud. After you've read it, does that help you? Is there Are there any tricks or tips, again, to help kids read so that they can become better readers and Again, let them know that they have an audience whenever they're reading out loud. Someone's listening. How do you make it interesting for the listener? Yeah, no, I think this is, um, this is great. Exactly what you're talking about. I think we want 
the more kids read aloud and the more kids have an audience of who they're reading to and doing it with someone. So we actually kind of always talk about like making reading fun, right? Having that cocoa sitting beside a parent, something that's especially exciting and entertaining and making it fun. For when we send books, when we send our family literacy boxes to school districts, we actually wrap every single box with the idea that like you unwrap it. So it's more fun. It's exciting. In our books, when we make them, we actually add in jokes because when kids read jokes, they like want to read more. So I think you're totally tapping into the idea that the easier and more fun it is to read, the more they want to read. Yeah, I just imagine in my mind, what if um, some of the reading materials, a dialogue, so the kid does one part, the parent does the other. And even the first time they're reading it, they're reading, you know, I read one line, my daughter reads one line, then I read one, then they read one. Like, literally, what about a reading dialogue? Do you think that would help? Oh, totally. I actually think the part that made that so successful was just you reading with your daughter, like making it personal, making it come alive, making it be a special time. Kids just love that, right? They want to snuggle into someone and read with them and have that attention and that devote that time. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I remember reading with my son, I'll read to him, but when he reads to me, it it puts me to sleep (laughs) because we'll lay down like on the bed and stuff for his, his voice. And for some reason, when he reads to me, it just knocks me out. So if I ask him to read, I usually pass out, but vice versa well, doesn't happen. That's probably just because you're tired, Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just think it's his soothing voice, but you know, who knows? Well, very cool. Um, what groups of kids do you see have problems and why? What kind of places ask you for help and why are they asking for help? What's going on? I mean, a big part right now is the pandemic is so hard, right? We know kids lost two years of learning, especially younger kids when this was a really vital time for them to become strong readers, kindergarten and first grade. So they've had two years lost of that really strong reading instruction. So when we're working with school districts right now, they're saying kids are so far behind. They actually have the funds to want to help them. And they're just trying to figure out like something innovative and something fun that could do it. What does the course look like? Like, what are the modules? How long is it? You know, what are the milestones in the courses? So what we're sending is what we're calling a family literacy box. Every box comes with 10 books in it, plus what we call a book of fun with the idea that just like you were talking about before, that reading should be fun. We wrap it all. We make it personalized to that child. We ask the district what reading level they're at, what reading range, what books we should send. So we can send personalized books for that child. It actually has their name on it. So it feels really special. Every week, let's say on Monday, families get that. And by Friday, the school district sends them home so they can read them at home. And we do 11 weeks of that, either every week or every other week or once a month. And what we find is it's really powerful because at the end, kids have over 120 books for them at their house to keep reading that are right within their reading range and that have gotten progressively harder. And every book on the backside of it has a reading lesson that families can scan and watch with their child. So part of what I think makes our successes, it's really fun. It progressively gets harder. It starts right where that child's at. And it has a reading lesson for the family to watch with the child. And the craziest thing happened, Rich, Mm. I got a call yesterday that a mom had been doing it with her child and it was supporting her to become a better reader too. Oh, I'm sure if you read with your kids, you get to be a better reader as well. So it benefits both. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like, you know, she was an immigrant mom. um, She was in, and so it was helping her to build her English. That's really cool. That's great. I know. Yeah. um, Maybe this is a really basic, stupid question, but why is it good to be a better reader? How does it help? It's a great question. Actually, it's really interesting. Every time I've been, 
gone into a school to help that school, we focus on reading. And literally just by focus on reading, the math scores go up and the science scores go up because when kids can read, they know how they can read the directions and understand things. The analytics, their analytical skills go up. So it really is amazing that just focusing on reading helps everything. Okay. Excellent. What ages do you work with? Is it, you know, kindergarten to 18 or what's your focus? We do pre-K to second grade. We've kind of, we've really honed in that every thought we have is about those readers so that we can just be really good at it and create a product that we think really serves them and helps them become stronger readers. Do you have any like big brother, big sister program where kids that have gone through the program then will help and mentor kids that are going through the program? I don't want to have that, but it's super sweet. I think like a big part of what you have and know what makes good is that if you have an audience and someone who's doing it with you, it makes it feel special. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, um, if the kid goes to the program and reads better, and then if the kid gets, let's say an internship or whatever you want to call it, but then they have to teach another kid that's just starting the program. I think that would make it even work better. And that kid would get very strong now that they've learned it and they're teaching someone else. And then maybe, you know, a kid teaching another kid, they might see it differently than an adult teaching them. I don't know. It's just an idea maybe to add on to the program. Yeah, no, it's really sweet. I think it's the kids love attention. They love having someone bigger than them. And the idea that someone else had success, I'm sure would help them have more success. I'm sure of it. So what what kind of innovations are you going to be adding to your program? What's next for you? I mean, we're thinking a lot about, we just added in that all of our lessons that were previously just in English are now going to be in Spanish too. This mom really inspired us to think about how we could support her even to help her kid even more than what we're doing. And we just want to like just support more and more districts. So we'll probably just keep writing more books so that we get more weeks that we could supply a district versus just 11 weeks. Well, how much of a difference does this make in the kids that go through the program? Like, do you have any metrics or milestones that tell you how much they've improved? So we're just having some outside evaluators come in. But what we found is that kids are making four months to five months of growth in those 11 weeks. Okay. And then, I mean, do they tend to grow faster after that? Or, you know, once the program's done, how do you make sure the kid is continuing to read and doesn't lose their skill or backtrack? You know, I feel like we haven't measured that yet of what what happens like in another year from now or the long-term metrics of it. But we definitely know that if we can help a kid learn how to read, they're going to read, they're going to read better and they'll read more after that. I guess don't teach them to read the word recidivism, you know, and they'll be okay. No, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. I'm just kidding. So, okay. um, Is this for, okay. So for parents that homeschool, do you have programs or is this just only if um, kids are in a school district and, you know, if kids are not homeschooled, how can the parents ask for this course to be brought in or can they bring it in regardless? Yeah. Parents can always bring it in and bring it to the district. They would reach out to us at Just Right Reader and we'd um, support them to kind of give them some materials to share their district. And if you're homeschooling your child, we also have a parent version. You can just go on our lot. You can go online and um, buy a monthly version of it. Those books you don't keep. Those books you send back and forth. But when you're a um, school district, we just give you the books to keep. Okay. Well, very good. And where can people go to find out more about your programs? They can go to justrightreader.com and they'll get it all right there. Okay. Well, very good. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And I'm, I'm glad you do what you do. It's, it's really important for everyone yeah. to be able to read, you know, for pleasure, for business for life for everything so it's a good thing you're doing thanks rich it's really fun we're having a good time are nano bubbles the secret to optimal health wellness and mental performance over a thousand scientific studies say yes molecular hydrogen or nano bubbles 
reduce the number one cause of cognitive decline, premature aging, and tired-looking skin by destroying the most damaging free radicals. Vital Reaction Hydrogen Tablets transform ordinary water, or any non-carbonated drink, into cell-optimizing hydrogen water. If you'd like to try hydrogen for the next 30 days risk-free, go to TryVitalReaction.com. Use the discount code GENIUS to save 20% on your first order. Note, all orders are protected with a one-year money-back guarantee and include free shipping. So use the code GENIUS to save 20% on your first purchase at TryVitalReaction.com. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.